0: Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Josh Easley. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and even get a bonus podcast over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Dr. Necromantic, by Nate Bramble. Dr. Necromantic is a story of a budding necromancer, working to master the dark, occult world in funny tales filled with ghosts, monsters, zombies, and all manner of undead horror. Be sure to check out drnecromantic.com. The entire run of the comic is free to read online and updates three times per week. Long for the feel of paper between your fingers, You can also get the first six months of Dr. Necromantic in print at drnecromantic.com. Before we get started on today's show, I have two things that I want to let you guys know about. I was a guest on two different podcasts. Uh, One of them uh, was... Uh, show me your mic, which is this podcast about podcasting. Uh, it was basically the, the the host reached out and they were like, "Do you want to be on the show?" I said yes. Um, I well, I listened to the show first and I said yes. And uh, we had a really good talk about um, you know like just equipment for podcasting, community building for podcasting, and things like that. And uh, it would really uh, be awesome if you guys could check out the link to that. It's again, it's called Show Me Your Mic. And if you just click on the link in the show notes, it will take you to a website called goodstuff.fm. So again, check out that podcast. Uh, Another podcast that I guested on recently was uh, one of the Switched Pixels podcasts. It's a friend of the show, Zap. Uh, He has a new um, series that he's doing called Desert Island Games. Uh, It was his first episode and he invited me on and we talked about like what games can I bring to this desert island with me and there's a little bit more to it than that but make sure that you check that that one out as well. You can find that one over at switchedpixels.fireside.fm and um, if you want you can just follow the link in the show notes. Now that we've got that stuff gone uh, let's talk about the news. We're going to start with uh, data mining uh there's a new version of uh Nintendo Switch firmware coming uh this is not announced by Nintendo at all this is announced via um oh gosh what's the website nealwin which does a lot of hacking stuff um, it's not a huge surprise that we would get uh or that uh, the 6.0 of Nintendo Switch firmware would be data mined uh, at this point in time they have to update the firmware for the Nintendo Switch online stuff, which is definitely important to do, uh, because that's coming out in the second half of September. That was announced via a Japanese Nintendo tweet, or I'm sorry, Nintendo of Japan tweet, uh, that it was coming in the second half of September. And, uh, because we know that it's not a huge surprise that 6.0 is right around the corner and that data miners have been able to get their hands on it. What is included in, um, in 6.0? Um, well, Nintendo switch online subscription support. So you'll be able to just go ahead and subscribe right through the switch instead of having to go someplace else for it, which is good. Um, Save data backup, which is very important. That's the big thing in this, is it it has it will now have uh, a way to back up your save data. Uh those of you who uh have had a switch and you've been really, really worried about your save data, your your hundreds of hours in Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, uh you're not gonna need to worry anymore once this comes out because we're finally going to have save data backup as long as you subscribe to uh Nintendo Switch online subscription which is $20 a year. Um also along with that is new user icons based on Captain Toad uh treasure tracker, who cares? I mean, I don't care, maybe you care. Uh new controller icons. This was very interesting. Uh the new controller icons uh include icons for an NES controller and a and SNES controllers. Uh, we can kind of see them, uh, right here. If you're watching the video, you can see it. So these are updated controllers and, um, it, this tells me that maybe we're going to be, uh, getting, uh, some controllers from Nintendo that are wireless controllers that, that that are just like the old school controllers for, um, Uh, you know, for the NES, for the Super Nintendo. I think that's very, very interesting uh, that that uh, that was data mined as well. But overall, no huge surprises here. And uh, that's not a big deal. Uh, Finally, there's also some mitigations against deja vu, which is an exploit which was never released. And then the last thing that they said is enhanced telemetry to detect exploit utilities, among other things. So basically anti-cheat measures, which is very awesome. So I think that this is good. Um, I still think that uh, some of these features are far too long delayed. The The Switch should have launched with its online functionality. Uh, if they were going to charge for it, then they should have been charging for it from the beginning. I don't blame them for trying waiting to get it right but at the same time like how hard is it we've had online for consoles for an extremely long time now and i think it's a little ridiculous that nintendo is finally starting to see the light again there's a lot of people out there who will say you know i, I don't know what we're paying for here and that still remains to be seen because i don't know what we're paying for Other than backing up your save data to the cloud, like we already can play video games online. And now that we're gonna have to start paying for that privilege, you know, it feels a little we kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, and I'm not a fan of that. That being said, uh, twenty dollars a year is exceedingly cheap, and I have no problem paying for that. I think that's an extremely fair price, and uh if you have uh, other family members who are going to also play on your Switch, then I think it's $35 a year. And uh, again, I still think that that's a very fair price, especially because that can that covers like eight different Switches if you want. And honestly, everybody doesn't even have to be in the same house. You could pull together eight of your friends and, uh, and do the same exact thing, and uh, each person will chip in just what their share is. I wouldn't personally do that just because you know what if they're like well i you know I'll pay it next time I forgot about it or something like that you know it it that's kind of a pain, and then you have to be like, all right well, I'm gonna kick you out and there's just too many too many issues uh so I'm gonna stay away from that, but if uh you want to get together and save your money by pooling with other people, you totally can do that, and you can make the Nintendo switch online experience very very cheap so uh 6.0 has been data mined. Uh who knows if that's the uh full extent of the features that come with that, but it's certainly better than uh increased stability. All right, before we jump onto the next story, I did just uh this is uh recommended by Hopple in chat. They said um are you should do a Twitter poll to find out what's going on, what people think of uh, Nintendo Switch. So I just put out a Twitter poll that basically asks, are you going to jump in month to month? Are you going to uh, go for the full year? Or are you going to be skipping the Nintendo Switch online subscription altogether? Uh, And that's kind of referencing the previous story. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about uh, the Dragalia Lost Mobile Direct Uh, this came out on Thursday, which it would have been a part of Thursday's episode, but you know, I had a guest on and we recorded that on Wednesday night instead. Um, I'm very curious as to what you all think of, uh, Dragalia Lost Mobile Direct, uh, for the most part, from what I was watching and I watched it actually twice, um, the gameplay, the moment to moment gameplay looks really good. It looks really fun. The, uh, the UI and the way that you interact with the game looks, uh, looks great for, uh, playing on a phone with one hand, you know, you don't have to tilt things to the side or anything like that. You can just hold it in your hand and control everything. It felt like, um, down in the bottom, uh, in the bottom corner down, down here, uh, I thought that that was really good. Uh, it seemed like there was only one button that you had to worry about. Um, the, the basic idea of the game is that you have to build a party from all of the uh, team members that you have gathered and then go out on a quest to hunt down a big monster. Now, uh, here comes the, the the big question here. How do you get those party members? Well, through what is essentially gambling. Uh, Yes, you can earn uh, in-game currency to unlock these characters, but it's always going to be random. So this is basically taking a game that has what looks like a really interesting uh, combat mechanic. Like they had telegraphs where the like there was like they were fighting a monster and it, it put out a circle around it and they, you know, you swipe to dodge out of that circle, which I thought was really cool. Uh, Then they were shooting at a line in front of them, and so they dodge out of that line. Uh, They they have essentially really cool combat mechanics, and they've paired that with the worst monetization system that there is. It's basically exactly um, Rearna 39. It's basically the same monetization system that is used in Fire Emblem uh, Heroes, which I'm not a fan of. This is where you have a certain currency that you can earn in game through playing the game. And uh, then you use that currency to buy like an orb or a chest or whatever the hell it is. It doesn't really matter. Um, We'll just say it's an orb for now because I can't remember off the top of my head. So you use that currency to buy an orb and then you use that orb in order to summon a character or a dragon Or I think that they also had like a talisman that uh, was very uh, powerful. And you can summon those things. But what you get is randomized. So you might get the character that you want, but they're only two stars. And then you can use the currency that you earn in the game or probably purchase with real money to uh, increase their star rating. Or you can instead uh try another summoning and hopefully you get one with a higher star rating. This is the kind of game where it really really um depends on how much money you want to dump into it as to how successful you're going to be. Now, now that I've said that, um there are, I guarantee that there are people who are listening right now and you might be one of those people who will say, "Bill, I have played Fire Emblem Heroes." every single day since the game came out and i have yet to spend a single dollar on it that's fine that's totally fine but what you can do in the game is pretty strictly limited from what i have heard i've played the game but not very much because i quickly saw oh okay this is a money sink and i'm not interested in it um this is one of my least favorite well this is my least favorite monetization model um I suppose that a subscription would be worse because then you couldn't play without a subscription. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like that on mobile, uh, only in like MMOs and stuff like that. But I I really don't like this monetization model. Now, the monetization model um, that, that they have, now that we've talked about that, let's talk about the actual gameplay. Uh, This has multiplayer gameplay. I think it was up to four other people. So you and three of your friends can all be sitting there on your phones playing Dragalia Lost together. And you can even start raiding uh, like you can get more than four, it looked like, uh, and go up against these big bosses in order to get certain items that drop. And those certain items you can then use in order to summon, uh, you know, powerful heroes or dragons or whatever it is. And there were also a lot of ways that you could progress your uh, characters forward. And um, I thought overall, the gameplay looks fun. Now, I've not ever been a person who really likes playing games on my phone. I always try and like it. I I always pick it up and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then very quickly, it just doesn't hold my interest. I don't like playing... With my thumb on the screen, I've never been a fan of touchscreen gaming. Uh, I didn't like it on 3DS. I didn't like it on the Wii U. I use it as little as I possibly can on the Switch, and I very much prefer to use physical buttons when playing games. That being said, this is of course going to be a free-to-play game that'll be supported by whales, and so I'll try it out. I'll give it a shot. I'll see if I like it. Maybe this will be one that turns me around. When you compare um, gotcha style uh, monetization models. For the most part, people say that Nintendo is more generous with that model than others are. And I don't know personally if that's true, because I haven't played very many games that are like that. So I can't say for sure. All I know is it's not my favorite monetization model, and I wish that Nintendo would just do what Shigeru Miyamoto recently said they were going to focus on, which was doing more uh, in the mobile space where you spend X number of dollars and you unlock the whole game without having to do all of this other nonsense. So um, I'm going to check out the game, but I don't think it's going to hold my interest. Let's take a second and uh, look at chat. Uh Lullworthy in chat says the basics of the game is that you have to build a party. I was like, wow, what a wholesome game. Oh, wait, never mind. LOL. Uh Mikey B Playing says, I've never spent money on Fire Emblem Heroes and had a great experience, not worried. See, I told you somebody would would say that. You guys didn't listen. <laughs> uh Batchild says it's essentially the premium currency model, super predatory. Hate that model uh Batchild says I'm not a fan of the daily login type of games feel like I'm punished if I don't make the time to play every day that is also something that I really don't like uh where you get a reward for logging in every day because you like the kids get obsessed with this and if they if they forget to log in they get really really upset and I've I've seen it firsthand where uh somebody has uh, been ready to play the game, uh, or, you know, there is like bedtime and they're like, oh my God, I got to log into such and such. And I'm like, well, no, you can't, you know? Uh, so like that, that kind of thing. I don't like that. It, 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 it almost creates addictive behaviors. And <sighs> these companies that make games with this monetization model, they have done research into, what is exactly the right amount of time? Uh, What exactly is the right amount of things to uh, entice people with in order to get them hooked on their game? And of course they would. They would be foolish not to. Um, You know, they are beholden to the stockholders uh, of their stock. uh, I'm sorry, shareholders of their stock. And they have to put profit before pretty much anything else, which is is too bad because if they don't put profit before anything else, their shareholders can sue them. Um, so they're going to do that kind of research and they find out exactly what they need to do to psychologically trick people, not trick people, but convince people that I need to log in every day. I need to do this every day. I need to try and summon three things today because if I don't, then I'm going to lose my um, my uh, my streak. I, You know, there's ways that that's a really bad thing. You can also use that for a really good thing. For instance, I have, um, I'm trying to lose weight cause I'm a fatty and, uh, I have this app called lose it on my phone and oops, stop it. Uh, on my phone, it will basically tell me, Oh, look, you have logged all of your food every day for the last 63 days, which is great because when I log my food, I eat less garbage because I feel guilty about eating it. Um uh, because I have to put it into my phone. I don't know why. It's not like my phone says, "Hey, you shouldn't do that," but I know that I shouldn't do it and I'm I'm I hold myself a little more accountable and having that streak going makes me want to keep going. You know, that 63 days I've also worked out every day for those 63 days even when I felt like crap because I've got a streak going. I think the longest streak I ever had was I think it was 187. And then I broke my arm. Uh, so I had to stop. Um, but overall, you know, having a streak that that keeps going, it encourages people to keep doing that same thing over and over. And in, in the case of the lose it app, that's awesome. But in the case of something uh, like uh, these style of games, I think that's almost nefarious and more than a little mustache twirl. Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV. Well, this may be a long show, or at least it would have been, except I noticed that it was going long. So I'm going to squish the rest of the stories that I have today, which is actually not as much as it looks like, into the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, into the lightning round uh, 39 thank you very much for the Twitch Prime sub. I appreciate it. All right, so let's take a look at the next story. The next story is Diablo 3 is, according to the Blizzard developer that was interviewed uh, over at Shack News, uh, Diablo 3 will have Amiibo support, which is awesome. Now, we don't know which Amiibo are going to be supported, we don't know how that support will show up, but apparently, if you scan an amiibo, then it will give you something in game. Uh, I'm sure it'll be something small. What I would hope, it what I would really hope, I would love to see some uh, Diablo-themed uh, amiibo. Like I would love to see a Decker Kane amiibo stay a while. And listen, you know that would be great. Uh, so I, I'm I'm really hoping for that. Speaking of Blizzard, um. There is a Korean website, which was interviewing uh, Jeff Kaplan. Jeff Kaplan is the director of Overwatch, and he's like one of the big wigs in, uh, over at Blizzard. And uh, he said, here's the question here. Uh, they said, since the release of Diablo 3 on Switch recently, I have previously said that Overwatch, Nintendo Switch version is likely to be released. Is it really possible to release... Uh, The Overwatch Nintendo Switch version, and this is uh, Google translated from Korean, so it's a little like the language is a little stilted. Um, uh, Jeff Kaplan's response is, now officially Overwatch is offering PC, PS4, and Xbox One Overwatches, and there are no plans to release Overwatch on Nintendo yet. Uh, We will concentrate on existing platforms only. However, our Overwatch team still has the possibility of collaborating with other platforms or launching new platforms. What does that mean? It means that what they said before was what they meant. What they said before was, look, we already have three platforms that we are doing simultaneous uh, releases on uh, to make sure that everything is at parity. The PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC, they're all at parity. When one updates, they all update. And that's a really tough thing for them to do. And even though it is feasible, uh, you know, like technologically, it is possible to run Overwatch on Switch. They don't want to add yet another platform to the mix because that would slow down the work that they can do. Uh, so they're going to focus on the the platforms that they already know about. Now, that being said, and I think that Jeff Kaplan is telling the truth there. However, that being said, uh, Blizzard has before lied right to our faces when they showed us the Diablo light switch uh, thing on Twitter and everyone, everybody was like, oh, my God, are we getting Diablo on switch? And they said, no, we are not working on that. And then, of course, uh, you know, it finally came out that they were um, so you can take it with a grain of salt. I think that Jeff Kaplan is being honest here because the reasoning the reasoning that they gave uh, when they said why they don't want to bring Overwatch to the Switch. And it's not because of technical reasons. It's just because, because of resource reasons. It's too much extra work. Uh, that being said, if the Switch continues to sell really well, he said basically, hey, you know what? Right now the answer is no. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? All right. Um, Smash Brothers Ultimate Special Edition is on sale at Best Buy, and it is for $139.99. Wow, that is way too much money. Now, I guess this comes with a steel box version of the game. Uh, it also comes with, um, the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller with the uh, Smash Four logo on it, and the like, the white wings on it. So that's pretty cool. But uh, 140 bucks? No, thank you for me. I'm not interested in 140 dollars for a game. That seems insane. Um, speaking of things that, are uh, speaking of Smash Brothers, we've got a, a quick little thing from Suda 51. For those of you who don't know who Suda 51 is. That is the studio that is making uh, Travis Strikes Again, the the new No More Heroes kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Spinoff, I guess, uh, which is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It was originally supposed to come out in December, but that has been moved to January 18th and uh, Goichi, I think, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, uh, of Suda51 uh was asked at PAX West why and their answer was hilarious they said uh well we're in the, we're in the Nintendo booth and they gestured over at the Smash Brothers banner and he says well so as you know Smash Brothers is coming out in in December Suda tells us and uh we feel really badly about impacting their sta- their sales negatively 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 That's a weird way for me to say it. Uh, I'll give them a break and move it over to next year. Um, (laughs) So uh, Suda51 always has really clever answers to stuff like uh, I think that he's the guy who um, is always or not always, but was taunting uh, Wario64 and saying, you know, you're not a real dude. Uh, You're just a bot. Prove it that you're not. And then uh, (laughs) that was retweeted. Uh, I thought I, I think that that's a very funny uh, response to uh, what is obvious. You want to get the hell out of the way of Smash Brothers because Smash Brothers is going to dominate in December and you don't want to release on the same platform at the same time. Uh, Cyber Dragon 87. What was the other item? Pro uh, The Pro Controller and what else? It was a steel box. So whatever's in the steel box, Cyber Dragon, uh, which it doesn't say what's on on the steel box. Uh, on Best Buy's website. So I don't like I'm not really sure. It's just the ultimate special edition. Uh, It's the steel case, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and the pro controller. So there you go. It's the steel case. I don't really know what steel cases are other than like, are they a metal box? And if so, why is that worth so much more money? I'm I'm not a software collector. I'm, I'm clearly, if you're looking behind me, you can see that I'm a hardware collector. Like I've got back there, I've got Rob the Robot, my an old Donkey Kong machine. I've got a Virtual Boy. Where is it? I can't move my head and stupid hat. Um, virtual Boy and a power glove. You know, clearly I like to collect hardware, but uh, collecting uh, fancy uh, software boxes is really not for me two quick more story two more quick stories before we get out of here uh shovel knight has been moved to april 9th 2019 uh that's the king of cards edition also the multiplayer version where you are fighting against each other called showdown which looks really cool uh this is going to be launched alongside of a physical version of shovel knight treasure trove if you haven't picked up shovel knight yet pick it up cuz it's fantastic unless you want to wait for the physical version which I I don't blame you if you do I have the digital version and I'm happy with that uh I think that that's awesome that the the fact that they're delaying it you know that's what they have to do I know that the game was originally supposed to come out I believe it was January of this year and so getting delayed all the way till April of 2019 that's tough uh that's that must be really a hard decision for them to make but you know, a good game, a, a delayed game can be good. A uh, rushed game is always bad. Uh, finally, uh, the last thing that we want to talk about is, uh, oh, that's, I already, I already talked about that. So I guess I put it in the show notes twice. That was uh, another thing about the, uh, another thing about the, oh, that's interesting. Uh, uh about Travis strikes again. Well, this is kind of cool. Um, you can react. This is a new thing that I did not know about. So here, check this out, guys. Uh, You can react uh, to the show notes. Uh, There is this new way for us to do this. I can enable reactions and you guys can go ahead and react to the show notes or any article that I post to uh, runjumpstomp.com. So if you go to Uh, Let me see what episode this is. This is episode 232. So if you go to runjumpstomp.com slash 232, which is not there yet, but it will be after I post the show, um, you'll be able to react to uh, the show uh, or the show notes with like an upvote or a funny or a love or surprised or angry or sad. And um, please do that. I'm I'm curious as to how that gets implemented anyway. Uh, That is it for the news. Let's wrap things up. Tunnel Runner from CBS Electronics, where the excitement never ends. I'm not trapped. I'm not trapped. Music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, The song on today's episode was... Uh, by Box Monkey Studios, and that was Ghosts and Goblins Stage 1, like their acoustic version. So make sure to check them out if you haven't already. Uh, if you are interested in checking out the full show, you can do that by coming to watch live over at twitch.tv slash Stomp. Or you can if, if you can't make it to the live show because you're busy, you can of course watch the, the show after the fact over at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash run stomp. We recently hit a thousand subscribers over there, so thank you uh, for that. Uh, finally, if you're looking to support my content, there's a bunch of ways that you can do that by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. If you want access to the patron bonus podcast, you can get that for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash stomp. Big thank you to everyone who uh, has already supported the show uh, in whatever way that you uh, that you guys have. I really appreciate it. And now it's time to uh, thank the people in the live chat. Now, one thing that I want to do is we have a lot of uh, Twitch has this infestation of bots. So if you're here and you want me to shout you out on the at the end of the show, uh, just type exclamation point here your name should show up in the list below. And if it doesn't, it's because I don't understand how the bot works. Uh, so uh, if you guys, uh, yep, it's working. Awesome. So people are starting to do that. Uh, so thank you. These are the people who have come to the live show and they hang out and talk to me while I'm doing the show. You guys are awesome. Uh, we've got Lawworthy is here. We've got Vaxxer. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf says, keep being awesome. RJS Vaxer did some kind of weird emote that I don't know what that is. Kid Wiggum. Uh, oh, I just got how to say that. Kid Wiggum. Uh, they also subscribed at the beginning of the show. Rearna39 subscribed at the or during the show. CyberDragon87, DMC771. We've got Hopple. Uh, you guys are all awesome. Thank you very much uh, for joining me on the show. Kimbalina66. I see you trying to do things, but you, you hit the enter button too soon uh impulse muffin 70 says good show dude keep it up uh Vaxer says it's a cat with a hat on its head if if you say that that's what it is vaxxer then i will believe you sir all right i'm out of here i will see you guys next time bye bye